Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hey. Welcome. Bonjour. <laughs> I like how to add something extra in there. You put me under some pressure. It's always kind of like, what do you, what else do we? What else do we need to say? What do we say? Hi, welcome. Hi, hello. Happy end of October. Yes, happy Halloween. Slash early. Oh yes, happy Halloween. It's not a spooky episode. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. But. No. But I did start like, the October playlist with Thriller. Yes, I did like, really enjoy that. I just felt that was appropriate. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, do you kind of do like Halloweeny songs? But I just, I just go for vibes these yeah, days. Yeah, me too. Just a vibe. Vibes. Just, just a vibe. Because there's a couple that I'm like, maybe it doesn't feel like an October song, but hey, look, it's art. Yeah. Who cares? There's exactly. no rules. Subjective. It's subjective. There's no rules. Absolutely, no rules. So, it's yeah. Right for us, and that's what matters, because we make playlists. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So basically, if you don't agree, tough. Don't listen. Skip it. So, how's your month been? Um, it's been okay. I mean, I feel like it's been very productive music-wise. Yeah. I've been to two gigs in the last Shocking. month. Amazing. I love it. So one, we were supposed to go together, but yeah. you couldn't come. I couldn't come, no. And I feel really shitty about it, but I'm really sad because I was really looking forward to it. And you did miss out. Not to- <laughs> I know, I know. I Especially because it's at the Delaware as well. And yeah. it, that's such a good venue. Like, I'd love for all music to be at the Delaware. <laughs> Honestly, I love it. I love it so much. It's just a brilliant venue. That we say every time we talk about the Delaware, we're like, yes. <laughs> it's the acoustics. <laughs> the acoustics, that's it. <laughs> the acoustics. Because they are amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, saw Kid Capici. At the Delaware, they, yeah, they were so great. Like, they just sounded so good live. Like, basically, if you listen to any of their, like, recorded stuff, pretty much exactly the same. The crowd was going wild. Even the support acts were really good. The two support acts were very punky. The first one was very political, which, again, Kid Capici are quite political anyway. Um, So that was to be expected. But, yeah, no, just all in all, amazing show. They were great. When they do come back down this way, because they are local, you need to come. And I will. I will happily see them again and again and again. Oh, wonderful. Such high praise. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you sound pretty much exactly like, you know, how you sound on Spotify then you're onto a winner yeah and then i also saw baby doobie oh finally again that was relatively local we only had to go to brighton so did that on a school night which i tell you the tuesday i was tired <laughs> as fuck <laughs> we literally watched bake off and then went straight to bed i haven't watched it <gasps> would normally have watched it today but i did not have the time you're busy sorry i'm a busy person you're busy. Very busy and important. So, yeah, apart from just feeling old and like I can't do anything on a weekday anymore, <laughs> um, 
Welcome she, to my world. Honestly, I was just like, what the hell is this? I'm you too wait old. Three day hangovers. Oh, no, thank you. I'd just rather not drink if I'm honest. That is one option. Um, <laughs> but but no, she was amazing. Um, I even sent a couple of videos to you. Her voice was incredible. It was weird because it's at it was at Chalk, which is normally a nightclub. So doors opened at six and then the show ended at nine forty five. So that was a bit weird. I mean, that works for me. No, it was great. It was great. I wish they could all end at that time, like a reasonable yeah. time. <laughs> but I did see that um, I think Annie Mack did one of her club nights there recently. Hey, one of her early club nights. Yeah. Starts at seven, ends, I think on Talk website, it said ends at um, 11.59. Uh, I guess the venue as a whole was pretty good also. I mean, downside is because you know we work nine to five we didn't get to brighton until like half six quickly had some food so didn't get to the venue until seven and it is all obviously standing because it is a club we were kind of at the back and i just could not see anything so literally was just there enjoying enjoying the music as you should honestly even the videos i'm my arm is right up in the air and you can still barely see the stage which yeah but i mean yeah it doesn't really matter as long as you can hear the music um and yeah sounded great so that was nice um and also exciting so Ash is a huge Blink-182 fan, huge. He's seen them previously, but that was when Tom DeLonge wasn't in the band. Still enjoyed it, Mm. but they made an announcement the other day that Tom DeLonge is back in the band and that they are touring. What? And guess who got tickets to go see them next year? That's exciting. Yeah, so at the O2 Arena, October next year. So something to look forward to. Aww. Yeah. Ash is extremely excited, as am I. But apart from that, that's it. I, I mean, have... that's a very heavily music orientated month. It's what we like. How has your month been? Yeah, it's been all right, actually. Thank you very much. By the time this airs, I would have seen the Sugar Babes. Oh, yeah. When is that? Next Thursday. Oh, yes. How exciting. Robbie still has no idea unless mummy's t- mummy, unless mummy's told him. <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> Mummy. Unless mummy's told him. <laughs> Murder. Um, unless she's told him, he still has no idea. He just knows he's coming to stay with me and I'm taking him out. Cute. I haven't been anywhere as exciting as you or done anything as exciting as you, but I did join the gym. Hey. Yes. Only on a six-week challenge, it's called. Yeah. But I'm very much enjoying it. I found out I like deadlifting. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy because I consider myself to not be a very strong person at all. Like physically strong <laughs> yeah. person at all. Actually, I'm quite good at it. Good. This is what we like. It feels really strange. But I, yeah, I'm very good at deadlifting. Good. <laughs> not so great at bench pressing, but very good Oof. at deadlifting. And I've got calluses to prove it. Oh my Gross. god. Noah like doesn't like holding my hands now. <laughs> so I had a really bad one on one hand. Yeah. And he held my hand and he went, Oh mummy, I can't hold this hand, it's all scratchy. And then swap made me swap hands with him. I was like, I don't think that hand's much better to be honest. But sorry your mum's being strong. <laughs> I'll God. deadlift you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I do deadlift him. I lift him up like that. <laughs> 
he thinks it's hilarious I just call it training and <laughs> my six week trial runs out and the mortgage goes up I won't be able to go back anyway so I need to find a new way of doing it says, yeah use him why not use them the child Cost of living um, crisis why not that's it <laughs> Well, I'm on 65 kilograms. Jesus. Okay. I know. Which is all right. Show off. Yeah. I know. It's all right. I don't know what that is in real. No, I don't know what that is. And It sounds impressive, so. And that 65 was today. Nice. So, very pleased with that. Well done. And my other exciting news is I got a new job. Yes, you did. Because I'm a badass bitch. Yes, you are. So, yeah, no idea when I start because it's an internal role. Yeah. So the the managers are going to hash it out. Oh, (laughs) but that's nice though because then you don't have to deal with anything kind of. You're just like, right, you sort it out. Just tell me when I start. I would like like to start my new salary as soon as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Every little helps. Yeah. And any little bit is, you know, helpful at this time, day and age. Yeah. living and all that jazz mm-hmm. anyway boss ass bitch over here yeah on that note we'll we'll go on to our reviews so you can go first oh thanks treating me hang on treating you Lady, ladies first <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that means because i'm also it's because you're a boss ass bitch obviously you're deadlifted now and you're like yeah all right <laughs> i am a boss ass bitch it's true so my first one is by Tay Verdes. You remember oh, him? Gosh, I do. Yeah. So How am I not knowing this? This album is called HDTV. It is 20 songs, 58 minutes, 35 seconds. That's a whole mess of songs. Yeah. Um, so this is his I'll get on to that, don't worry. So this is his second album. I spoke about his debut TV. Um, which came out last year, which I loved and I still do. So I was so excited when I saw that he'd released a new album. If you don't know, if you haven't listened to that previous episode and you don't know who he is, he basically rose to fame due to TikTok. A couple of his songs have, yeah, blown up on TikTok as well. So you might be familiar with a couple of his songs. Yeah, so 20 songs. That's a lot of songs. I've put that's brave for any artist. <laughs> brave. <laughs> that is brave. I think even for a well-established artist, you know, I think that's a whole lot of songs. And you all should know by now, if you have listened previously, <laughs> that this is something I grimace at when I see <laughs> quite a lot of songs. I'm like, oh no, this is a lot to commit to. And I'm gonna just say it as it is. I am overall a bit disappointed with this album yeah I think the majority of the songs definitely sound like his last album and I guess that makes sense as the title makes it seem like it is a continuation yeah so you have your pop r&b rap sort of funk elements as well which I think is really cool and definitely some songs are really catchy and have his kind of charm about them yeah I think the charm he projects is definitely one of his best qualities as an artist don't know if i sound a bit stupid for saying that but yeah i don't know it's yeah not a cockiness he just has a certain charm about the way he delivers certain lines and kind of his his lyrics but you have other songs that just fall a bit flat and you almost have a few good tracks then it goes to a few okay tracks 
And it's just kind of a bit back and forth for 20 songs, you know, and it's it's not the most ideal listening experience. You obviously want to enjoy every mm. song. I just think it really didn't need to be that long. It's almost like, you know, obviously when artists go and, you know, they start writing for a new album, they have loads of songs, but you kind of have to cut a few out. It's almost like he's just written all these songs and he just didn't get rid of any. He's just kind yeah. of... He didn't cut anything. Exactly. That's what it feels like. Um, and I think that's kind of resulted in some um, forgettable tracks. That being said, he does try out some different avenues throughout the album. So it was nice to kind of hear other sides to him. But maybe if the album was shorter, it could have been a bit more focused. I think it's a shame because I do really like him. And the singles were really promising as well. They were really catchy. But yeah, I'm sorry. This, this album's just no. a very, it kind of feels like a, it's a hit or miss album. And it's just way too long, way, way, way too long. And that's not even me just being judgy. Like, genuinely, you are sat there kind of listening and then you're like, right, what? Oh, another track. Oh, another one. So, yeah, I think it's a bit hit or miss, which is really sad. But definitely some tracks that I do really like on there, but I will not be going back as a whole. Is it like half the album? Yeah. Okay. If he kind of cut at least 10 songs, then it would be fine. But he didn't. But the songs that I did like were Clyde and Bonnie, Three Outfits and How Deep. Nice. I look forward to listening to that very much. Well, those ones. Unless you want to go listen to... I shall give it a little a fleeting listen. You know, when you like listen for a few minutes, for yeah. a few, like 30 seconds, and you're like... What the vibe of this yeah, song? No. Next one. <laughs> yes, I do do that. Sometimes I do that with the prep. I do obviously listen to the albums as a yeah. whole, but then when I'm going back to do the notes, I'm kind of like, like, right, I'll just quickly. On, oh, yeah. It's that one. Yeah. 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 I, I suppose it depends on how much you've listened to it. Because some yes. of them I'm like, I don't even need to listen to this one. I can tell you exactly what I think. <laughs> um, so the first album I want to talk about, you might have too. Mm-hmm. The 1975? No. Oh, so okay. Then we have not got any that are the same. I'm just putting that I will. So I will explain. So basically, there's been a few albums that have come out sort of in, you know, the beginning, mid October and I kind of already had decided what albums I wanted to talk about yeah because they were too close to the last one but I have listened to it so I can kind of you can comment so it's called being funny in a foreign language it's 11 songs 43 minutes and 32 seconds so this is probably the shortest album and the shortest title of an album (laughs) that they've done (laughs) um and kind of the reviews agree that it's a more concise project. Like if you look at all of the reviews, they all mm. pretty much say in different language, it's quite a concise project. Yeah. And I agree, it's clean and it's less complicated than their normal stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more accessible, I feel. The way I've kind of, because a lot of their music is about, basically about being a millennial and all the things that we're torn to and you know social media and and all of the the world and all of those pressures and I think normally what they try to do is talk about everything absolutely everything chuck it in and try and get and I liked their previous albums so that's not in no way a dig Mm. but this feels like they're coming to the the other side of kind of 
millennial brain fog I've called it nice you think you like that oh I might start stealing that <laughs> you can steal away <laughs> dear listener if you feel like that that's fine hashtag millennial brain fog so it's kind of realizing that it's all bullshit and actually relationships are what's important so Matty Healy in a recent interview said that after years of trying to capture everything everywhere all at once here he was happy to scale it down halting as he put it his search for the band's magnum opus in favour of crafting a small-scale Polaroid. Okay. So he's capturing the moment. And I just really loved that. I loved what he said. I mean, he always says quite poignant things anyway. It's like he's already got a plan. I I think he's just a very intelligent man. Whilst it is concise, the composition is really, really cool. Yes. There's like an 80s power ballad, soft rock, folk, pop hybrid. Mm -hmm. And also... One of your favourite things, there's a lot of sex. There is. <laughs> a lot of sex. <laughs> um, the only negative for me is probably the same as it's something that you pointed out, which mm. is his change in his voice. So, like, for a lot of the album, he's got a different voice mm. to his normal voice. And then it, it feels like it's a bit put on. That's my issue. And I don't really get it, but I kind of got over it the more I listen to the album. Okay. I'm not really sure what that change in voice adds or what it's for. I think that was my problem because I understand, like, if you listen to, obviously, earlier 1975, again, Mm. like, the way he delivers, like, he almost sings a little bit more now. Um, Yeah. You know, the first kind of album, he kind of, I don't know, went a bit indie, you know, he kind of overemphasized certain words, which obviously he's changed now. But now this voice, I yeah, it just feels really put on and a bit odd. So it's, I mean, I, I've said it's it's slightly off-putting sometimes when you first listen to it because it feels like you're listening to two different singers. But yeah, maybe it's just because we are used to hearing yeah. him one one way. But yeah. Aside from that, love it. Uh, what I also noticed, mm. and I don't know if you noticed, is that the shuffle, you know, the shuffle option on Spotify that's normally next to the play. Yeah. When you just hit play on the whole album, mm-hmm. it's missing for this album so obviously certain artists are deciding whether or not you get the luxury but I really like that yeah but once you're in the song you can choose to shuffle but when you play the the album Mm. it's in that order and I I respect that I kind of like that to be honest Mm. because actually I hate it when an album goes on shuffle unless it's compilation it frustrates me sometimes (laughs) I don't I don't because I I'm used to the order of the act. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I and think that is kind of because you guys, I, well, even me, like we used to doing that back in the day, like you would with buy a CD, a yeah. CD or a tape <laughs> yeah. going back even further there. Yeah. And you yeah. would kind right. of just listen. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But also like, oh, choice. Ah, But it's okay. Yeah, but you can you can still do it. I think that's just them saying, listen to it how it's supposed to be first. Mm. And I kind of like that. Yeah. Especially if there's a story, like... Oh, yeah. I don't feel like this is a solid story from start to finish, but I feel like they're in an order for a reason, mm. and I feel like they flow really well. Yeah. So my favourite tracks are Looking for Somebody to Love, part of the band I'm in Love With You and About You, which features, I think the bass player's girlfriend on vocals i don't have any more information other than bass player's girlfriend i read that in one of the many reviews that i read about the album oh that's cute though all i need to hear is the most beautiful track 
I think I've ever heard in my life. No, that's quite no, an exaggeration. That's an exaggeration, but it is beautiful and it gives you the feels. It gives you the goosebumps, definitely. Yeah. So I'm going to just add that in at the end. That's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> so my next one is by Pixie and the album is called Dreams, Pains and Paper Planes. Oh. And it is only eight songs, 27 minutes, 35 seconds. That's better for me. Nice. Thank you, Thank you very much. Oh. Under half an hour, let's go. So um, I had never previously heard of Pixie before. So yeah, I just kind of went in a bit blind. But she is a Liverpool-based indie pop singer, songwriter and producer. The bio on her Instagram says the indie Britney Spears. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) I love that. So I was like, okay. I mean, what a statement that is. So this has been promoted as a mini LP. Okay. But I believe this is her debut album. There's just too much to keep up with these days. Mixtapes, mini LP, full lengths, EPs. I just can't keep up. No, no. I I don't know. It's their thing. It's their project. They can label it how they want. want. But she, uh, during an interview, said that Dreams, Pains and Paper Planes is my biggest release to date. The majority of the record was written, recorded and produced by myself in my bedroom alongside a couple of studio tracks. That's cool. So, right, Daniel Bedingfield. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Rewind. But no, that is really impressive, you know, especially for a debut album as well. But the whole vibe of this album reminds me of like 90s, 2000s indie pop. Majority of tracks have like a dreamlike, spacey kind of effect. Um, and there's definitely some tracks that would fit into uh, the Bring It On soundtrack. Nice. Honestly, there was one song in particular that I was like, this literally would fit right in and you wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Um, yes. Great. That film is like iconic. But yeah. can you find it anywhere to stream? No. That's why I have to keep the dividends. Well, I got rid of my dividends and I've got no way of playing a dividend. This is what, why How you... am I supposed to play a DVD? Well, I don't know. Keep well, exactly. something that you can. No, too much clutter. I just want to be able to buy it somewhere and stream it. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But there's also like a Stone Roses Happy Mondays kind of oh, sound about cool. her. I know that sounds really weird. You'll find yourself sort of bopping along to the cheery feel of the tracks, but then you kind of realise that the lyrics aren't as cheery as you think. She actually said in an interview, I wanted to write a record that kept a sunny sound, but was more anxious lyrically. More than anything, I want the listener to feel like they can dip into an alternate world for a while, whether it's comforting or not. Oh, nice. I like that. Sometimes you need something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's kind of the the wombats effect, Yeah, which we've referenced a couple of times. That actually you're like, oh my God, this is a bop. But then you're like, hang on. No. It's quite depressing, actually. But it's hey. quite depressing, yeah. So yeah, I think it has a really strong start, but I think it loses momentum by the end, which is a shame. I think it's just because there's a few sounds that are kind of repeated, but it's not, it's, it doesn't ruin it or anything, but it just, you know, it just starts off really strong and then towards the end, you're like, oh, damn, I wish it kind of had a bit of a stronger ending. But the production is great. The layering and textures are really cool throughout. There's some real catchy, fun tracks also. Her voice kind of reminds me of Lauren Hibbard, who I talked about last month. 
and a little bit of Charlie XCX as well. Yeah. But yeah, this mini album or mini LP definitely showcases how talented she is. And I definitely look forward to seeing what she releases in the future. I mean, you know, if this is her debut, like album and she's kind of produced the majority of it herself then yeah no production is definitely one of the highlights the songs that i liked were recycled paper planes i'm just high and melody brackets from you to me and that is the one that reminds me of bring it on so hopefully i'm not crazy and you listen to it and you're like yeah I agree. I can't wait to hear that. I think it probably sounds similar to one of the tracks in the soundtrack, but obviously I can't tell you which one it is because I've not seen that movie in so long. Oh. But I bet you I would still be able to quote it. I think I definitely would. And I th- I reckon I would still try to do the cheers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, wow. That totally freaked me out. I mean, right on. Because Toro sure are number one. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. So my next album talking of garage <laughs> uh, i'm going back to a david beddingfield thing yeah. um is <laughs> it's just crazy today in case, crazy. I don't know what's wrong with me. craig david the album 22 deluxe version which is 17 songs this is where you're going to roll your eyes jessica smith 59 minutes and 10 seconds it's a pretty long one but, but is it deluxe? deluxe? Deluxe album. So I can kind of understand. I yeah, get it. Yeah. So this is the album that Ian and I saw the tour for earlier this year. So it wasn't supposed to be the tour for this album. It was supposed to be for like the one before, but because of COVID, three years delayed, blah, 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 blah. We got to hear some of this album and the tour was amazing. The album is great. It's a lot slower than I was hoping. Mm. Um, he's really flexing his R&B muscles oh, okay. and has kind of toned back the garage, oh, which okay. was a bit of a disappointment for me. And that's not to say that it's bad because it isn't. It's, a, it's yeah. a good R&B album with a few garage tracks. I just love the garage. We know. And again, it's like because it's a bit of a throwback, isn't it? Yeah. You know? You just were, you're being a bit selfish, really. I am being really selfish because he's trying to move forward and I'm trying to pull him back. Yeah. Nostalgia. There was a great sample, which probably everyone already knows, of Show Me Love, Robin S. I love that song. But it's not, it's definitely not beaten Following My Intuition or Born to Do It, which are my fave Craig David Mm. albums. Yeah, there's not really much else to say about it, to be honest. It's it's a good R&B album with a couple of good garage tracks on. Like I said, it's not my favourite. I probably won't go back to it as a full project. Sorry, Craig, I do love you. Um, But my favourites are Who You Are featuring M&EK. I flipping love that song and I loved it from the moment it was released. Mm -hmm. And every time I hear it, it makes me really happy. Uh, G-Love, which features Nipper, who is the rapper that came with him and they performed this as an exclusive on the tour. My Heart's Been Waiting For You, which features uh, Duval, which is the one with the Robin S sample. Best of Me and Already Know, which features Kyle. Yeah, I did a a few favourites there. I do like a bit of Craig. Not as much as you. No, not as much. Of course not. But I like him, so I look forward to listening to those. Enjoy. My next album is Kid Capici. Obviously, had to speak about it. The album is called Here's What You Could Have Won. It is 11 songs, 35 minutes and one second. One Why? Second. So... We've previously spoken about Kid Capici, spoke mm. about them at the start of the episode. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Um, 
But we have spoken about them before. Sam saw that they were playing live in Bexhill, checked them out, and then you kind of... we I knew about them, but never knew delved. about them, yeah. So you introduced me. But they are a four-piece alternative rock group from Hastings, which again is another special thing because Hastings is just down the road from us. And it's always cool to support local bands. They're doing really well. So this is their second album. Their Spotify bio says their best songs explore racism, in-work poverty, mental health, violence, frustration, and all-consuming love with honesty and humour. Nice. Uh, They got their big break from Frank Carter. He invited them to play his birthday party, then join him on a major tour, which again is just... Crazy. Yeah, this album is gritty. It's got powerful, catchy riffs, and it's got attitude. I think this kind of attitude is really important. I think bands like this are really important. I think especially with how this country is at the moment, but there's, yeah, there's passion and there's power in their lyrics that speak out about different issues. Yeah, it is. I feel, me personally, it's something that definitely resonates with me. It's really hard hitting. They did an interview and they um, said that it's not a concept album, but it does have a running theme. We like to write songs about current affairs and what direction the world seems to be turning. As a result, we write as close to the deadline as possible to keep it relevant. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a mix of kind of punk and alt-rock. There's elements that remind me of Royal Blood. Yeah, absolutely. Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, which obviously makes sense. I think kind of similar to Idols in a way. But yeah, I think if you're a fan of any of those bands, you'll definitely like this album. One thing I really enjoyed is that they have a few like stripped back songs. Yeah. And I think it really puts their lyrics front and centre. Other songs are really powerful because they have almost like a really hard-hitting beat riff to it so it does make you feel like you want to fight but sometimes the stripped back kind of songs yeah I don't know you get to kind of enjoy the lyrics in a different kind of way and yeah I just can't believe I didn't listen to them sooner definitely as I said at the start we'll be seeing them again live yeah yeah I just I really like this album I think it's great I can't really add anything to what you've said. Yeah. Um, they're just it and they're so, so good. And all the comparisons you've made there with Royal Blood and Frank Carter definitely is if you like those that kind of music and those kind of bands, they're they're definitely one for you. And particularly if you if you wanna know the political climate in the UK at the moment, give them a listen. They tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> Literally. The songs I liked were New England, which has got a Bob Villain on it. That track is the opening track of the album. So hard hitting. I also really like Super Soaker and Party at Number 10, which is one of the stripped back songs. So yeah, go listen to the album. Political in the best kind of way. So, And I'd yeah. just like to add, those are my three favourite songs too. But I also really like Smash the Gaff. Brilliant track. All of them. All 11 songs. Listen to them all. In order or out, you can shuffle this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kid Kibichi. <laughs> Thanks for the freedom oh. to choose. Lewis, punk rock man. <laughs> <laughs> so from one political band to the next, mm. uh, the next album I would like to review is The Snuts, Burn the Empire. Nice. 11 songs, 32 minutes and 54 seconds. 
Snuts. So this is the second album from the Snuts, which I didn't realise until I looked into this one. Mm. <laughs> so now I've got a lot of backlog to, to get through because I absolutely love them. So they've just been appearing on more and more playlists that I've been listening to recently or the, and the Ians have been listening to. So we just kind of just keep hearing them and it's another band where I've gone, oh, I like this track. So, oh, it's the Snuts. And then it happens again and again. And then you can only do that a few times before you're like, look, I just need to listen to the whole album now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I've done like I said they seem to be on all of my curated playlists at the moment so the ones that are made for me so they're obviously noticing that I'm listening to them <laughs> quite a lot so they're from West Lothian and they've got like a, a very political edge and the kind of indie pop rock mm. I would describe them as and the lead singer described this album as bonkers all the way through oh okay it's not wrong it goes from quite a high energy rock to poppy indie to slower tempo and kind of keeps you guessing from one mm. track to the next so it doesn't flow but it does if that makes sense it makes yeah. sense as an album but it isn't like the same flow or energy all the way through it's not um, a mess it does make sense no. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, and I'd say it's kind of music with a message. It, it's another millennial angst kind of mm. thing. I think because I am a millennial, I'm drawn to that. <laughs> Just, yes. Yes. Uh, they're, they're kind of furious with the political landscape. Aren't we? As it is. <laughs> yeah. And the lies and the lack of morality and the rich getting richer scenario. Yeah. Equally, they're really hopeful of a kind of generation who can bring about a change and of the value of social connection. So it comes back to that people, yeah. people are the way this is going to change. And I just really flipping love this album. I've sent it to a few people to listen to because I'm just like, if you haven't heard, you should hear mm. um, and please just, just listen to it. One of those being Shannon, who literally texted me just as we started doing the podcast saying, I'm really loving the snuts right now. Hey. <laughs> 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 so my favorite songs from this album the title track burn the empire knuckles which i literally it's like an earworm i cannot get that track out of my head mm-hmm. constantly singing the chorus as i'm you know moving around the house doing whatever i'm doing end of the road which features rachel chinuri i've spoken about her before really beautiful voice and the, they complement each other so much on this track it's beautiful and then the last one is called cosmic electronica Oh, okay. I I think you'd really love them. If you haven't listened to the album, I would listen to the whole album. I saw it come up as a new release. I have not listened to it yet, but it is on my to listen list. So yeah, no, I'm really excited now. From everything you've said, I'm like, yeah, that's right on my street. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Yay, exciting. Noah has been bopping away to it when it's come on. So high praise indeed. (laughs) There you go, look, getting that message in straight away yeah we hate the tories <laughs> <laughs> exactly well exactly in this house we hate the tories um noah recently so we have music on when we eat dinner and i asked noah the other day when he was having lunch if he wanted music on he said yes i said what do you want on he went kissery mummy oh oh yes Legend. he's got good taste that boy oh so my last album I'm shocked that you have not listened to this, but I think you're going to be very excited. Green Tea Peng has an album. Oh, I missed it. Fuck. It is called Green Zone 108. And it's 10 songs, 36 minutes, 16 seconds. So 
I just want to say something that shook me to my core. Shook us. On her Spotify bio, Hmm. it says that she spent her teenage years in Hastings. What? Ah, crazy. But yes, this is her second, and she's listed this as a mixtape. Okay. Yeah, when, so again, researching in, she said about the mixtape, Green Zone 108 is freer, less formed, and more of an open dialogue slash space, exploring all different types of topics from spirituality and originality to mental health and politics. Not politics, politics. No. Nice. Hence why this is a mixtape and not an album. She's listed on Apple Music as alternative, and I feel like that's used as quite a loose term. I understand yeah. that, you know, a lot of artists, we say, you know, in the last year or so, they kind of go through different genres. But I find, like, alternative is just too loose for me. I'm like, I want it to be a little bit more specific. But I think, especially on this album, there's elements of sort of indie, neo-soul, psychedelic, a bit of indie as well. So, yeah, there is a lot going on. But you can definitely hear her sort of R&B and reggae influences. Cool. This album just feels really mature. I feel like she's an artist that, like, the cool people listen to. <laughs> I know that sounds really stupid, but I was just like, listen to it. And I'm just like, this just feels like one of those albums that, you know, like that one cool person that you just know. Yeah. You, you know, movies, music, anything, the way that they dress, they're just cool. They don't try to be. They just don't. about me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I know it's not me, but I know exactly what you mean. But they don't try. They no. just are. Just are. Just cool. Yeah. But yeah, the tracks are genuinely quite stripped back, but they're not necessarily simple, if that makes sense. There's a soulful feel that carries throughout, which, you know, I'm always a fan of. And she said that uh, Green Zone 108 is a free-flowing, open field of expression. And I think you definitely feel this with how she dips into different genre influences. So, as I said, there's kind of R&B reggae that you hear, but there is kind of rock and indie throughout as well. Yeah, the production is really, really great. Also, it feels really polished. I think that's also why it feels like quite a mature album. But, yeah, she's just a great lyricist. She's so intelligent and so clever. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear this. I'm literally excited. I'm so excited. This is my After I've Dropped Nowhere Off at Nursery first thing i'm gonna listen to tomorrow get it saved do it only downside and it's only a small one smidge sometimes it does get slightly a little bit repetitive okay with some songs but it doesn't ruin the album as a whole i still really enjoy it that's just me being a bit picky but i put it's a vibe it's a great album i think you are going to really like it so my favorite songs stuck in the middle your mind because i love that song and i feel like it probably is the best song on the album okay cool and my love so they are the the three songs that i liked but yeah you will you will really like this album i cannot wait she is great i love her and that's me too me too and that's it that's the end me too it's not up for discussion (laughs) no further discussion required um so my final album is by 
a lady called Tisha. It's Capricorn Sun. It's 13 songs, 54 minutes and 48 seconds. So she's a British producer, DJ. She specialises in kind of what has been termed, and I can't remember where I saw this, so I haven't made very good notes. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, But she specialises in dance-friendly tracks. So she does dance music but i i think what it's trying to say is that it's accessible so it's poppy okay a bit more mainstream yeah and it had me bopping from the get-go like literally turned it on and i was like oh yeah and you know when you're just like i'm in i'm in i'm there <laughs> i wait to hear what's gonna happen next <laughs> um it's definitely what i would call a focus album so something because it is dance yeah orientated I, I feel like it'll get you it'll make you productive whilst you're nice. doing it I certainly bashed out quite a, quite a lot of work whilst it was on mm-hmm. um the first time I listened to it and since probably I've listened to it more than once I'm just really loving it in a, an article that I read she said that she tries to appeal to as many people as possible with her music which she sees as emotive and eclectic but for me whilst overall it's a, it's a kind of house album there's so much influence within it. So there's UK Garage, R&B, pop and some breakbeats. Mm-hmm. It's just a really, really cool album. And I, I just really loved it. And it was just a random like, oh, what's this? I'm just going to click play. And I'm really glad I did. Nice. So my favourite tracks are Gaudem, which is the opening track. I, don't, I, can't, say, I can't say it in a cool way. I think cool. you said that fine. It's- Thanks. Uh, Dancing <laughs> in the Shadows, which has got a kind of Moby 90s dance Ooh, music okay. feel to it, which I really love. Giving Up, Anxious Mind and Sister. Um, Sister's a really cute track. So she discovered recently that she's got a half sister. Oh, And so it's like finding her it's about finding her sister so obviously Aww. that resonated a bit for me not that I found you I always <laughs> knew you were a thing but just because you know the bond really is like, strong oh I always knew you were a thing no the bond is, you didn't listen to the end of what I said I said Sorry. the bond is strong that's oh. why it reminded me you ruined it now honestly what is wrong with you normally it's me being Mm. sassy Mm. you've been hanging out with your children too much they are quite sassy wait to be fair i did put a screaming child to bed earlier on early half an hour early because he lost his shit with me and smacked me so and and then refused to say sorry and when i got him to say sorry he shouted it in my face so i gave him one more chance to say it nicely and he went Oh, do it in a minute. And I was like, right, that's it. You're going to bed. <laughs> like, come on. We're going. In fairness to him, he has been very ill. He's had a terrible cough that's woken him up at ridiculous o'clock in the morning every day this week. In fairness he... to him, he's probably feeling like shit. But he could have just said sorry. And that would have been the end of it. And it was all over it. a piece of fucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he is your son. <laughs> was like my tummy's still hungry and I was like no darling you're not having anything else and he went what about a piece of cheese <laughs> which I can honestly say is the first time he's ever said that to me and I was just like no absolutely not <sighs> what about a piece of cheese <laughs> no. honestly anyway so singles you go first you've got more now which one do I start with because I've got I've got quite a good list here. Okay. I'm going to start with the one that I think you will hate. <laughs> because <laughs> okay. I just want to get it out of the way. Okay. 
because I, I, I just I can't put up with your sass like with your upset with me sassy I, you're sorry gonna be ups- I know but you're gonna be upset with me for talking about this okay go I feel Hit like me. maybe not you might really love it anyway so the song is Psycho by Anne-Marie and H have I heard it oh my I gosh okay then that, that takes away all my anxiety about talking about you this mean song. Manchester's finest. Manchester's oh my gosh. We know. I don't particularly like H, but I really love this song. I love Anne Marie. I've got a little soft spot for her after seeing her. She supported um Ed Sheeran when I went to Ed Sheeran. And she's just just a really lovely girl. And I just like She's that. kooky. She's really kooky, but really just like real. Yeah. And I like that. Um and I just really, really love this song. It's everywhere at the moment. I'm so surprised you you don't know what it is by talking about it because it's on everything. Yeah, I just really love it. I may have heard it. I feel like you need to listen to it like immediately. Hang on. Yeah, it's the mumbo number five. Oh. She interpolates. Oh, yeah. Not being funny. I've not even noticed that. I just love it. It's yeah. catchy, and I just, I just love it. That's okay. You're it's allowed. Pop, pop track. Thanks. All right. Well, I'm saving my favourite one for last because I feel like you're going to be proud of me. My first single is by a band called Basement and the track is called Breathe um, and this is the alt version. So Basement are a post-hardcore band. Their album, Colour Me and Kindness, used to be one of my like on-repeat albums when I was in first year of uni. So it was weird because um, it was like a month ago one of their songs from this album popped up on TikTok. And I was like, oh my God, I know this song. And it, you know when it's like, oh my God, it all comes flooding back. Yeah. From there, Ash then started listening to Basement and he really likes them now. And then weirdly, they released this alternative version from this album. And I believe they're releasing a 10-year anniversary deluxe album. So I'm really looking forward to listening to that because they've basically reworked this song And it's so cool to hear like an updated version of it and them as a band. You know, sometimes it can be a little bit like, oh, they've changed it and doesn't sound very good. Yeah. But this, so the original is very like post-hardcore, it's a bit grungy, slow sounding, moody. Yeah. But this new version is, it's shorter, it's more upbeat, it's a bit more indie sounding. I think you will like the newer version. I don't know who they are. They're not on my radar at all. But no, I think this alternative version you would you would really like. Ten year anniversary Deluxe album. It's coming. I won't be reviewing it. <laughs> but I will be listening to it out of my own pleasure. <laughs> so my next track is October Pass Me By, which is by Girl in Red. Oh yes, I have heard this song. Yes. yes. And she's just I just really like her. I think she's really cute. And this is a really cute song. Uh, it's it's about going down memory lane for a, about a lost love. It's lovely. It's really really lovely. She definitely sticks to like her because there's that yeah. yeah. It's very all to me. Yeah, it's a theme. She likes she likes the autumn. Me too. Me too. My next song 
is my wet leg. <laughs> it's not a new one, but it's convincing. And they recently did the Spotify singles. I just love them and <laughs> we need to see them live. Yes. Sooner rather than later, but I know yeah. it will be extremely hard to get tickets. Yeah. But we need to make it happen. We'll try. Let's put those vibes out into the universe. It will happen. 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 I can see will myself happen. there. So similar to the basement track this is kind of another rework version of yeah. their song so they actually said in an interview convincing is one of the songs that has gone through a little shapeshift over time as we've been playing gigs for the last year and i think they they went to say that obviously because when they wrote the album that was like you know covid times and a lot has obviously changed mm. since then but yeah they basically like reworked their own song this version is more mellow and feels kind of floaty and spacey oh, cool. but yeah it's just really cool to hear a different version of the song i like it it's just a bit more mellow than obviously the album version both still great but yeah i just love them so the next one i want to talk about is better things with summer walker and that's sierra better uh, things better things just a really cool r&b track two ladies that i love Finding the good in breakup is like an empowering girl's anthem. Nice. Boom. Like that. Yeah. My next one is by Kwame Adu and Aviad. And the song is called Janine. It's a bit old. It actually came out in June 2021. Okay. So. It's all right. It's a bit old. But right. uh, Kwame is a rapper, beat maker. Aviad is a producer. Cool. But it's a really simple track, but it's cute. It's like emotional about Janine, whoever Janine is, and about being in love with her. Aww, cute. How it starts off is basically like, you know, I've basically wrote a song about you. So this is obviously serious because I'm... I don't I'm, do that. I've written a song for you. Again, it was just like a random radio recommendation and it just brought a smile straight to my face when I first listened to it so it went straight on my 2022 playlist and I love it they basically sampled a track um that is does your mother know by Earl's Inc oh yes I remember that yeah it's a really cute track go listen to it it will make you smile Janine wherever you are you're lucky to have a song like this about you oh. So the next one I would like to talk about is Coast, which is Hayley Steinfeld featuring Anderson Pack. Oh, I've not heard this. It is amazing. They are a combo, a winning combo. Hayley Steinfeld, who would have thought it? Who would have thunk it? Well, Hawkeye and Anderson Pack. It feels like a bit of an end of summer track. Okay. But it's just really cool. I really like it. And like I said, as a combo they work i mean i've never really listened to much of her music i think maybe you've spoken about her she so she supported katie perry when we went to see katie perry and she had that song with mnek yes and yeah obviously she was in pitch perfect yeah but that's kind of i know of her but yeah, yeah. she's got a brilliant voice really 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 beautiful voice but it was really lovely to to come i just came across that song and that them together i'll always <laughs> listen to an anderson pack song but those two together I, it was a surprising combo that i enjoyed nice i look forward to it love anderson pack we say it too much <laughs> my last track is another not uh, it's not that old so basically it's by a band called panic shack and the song is called the ick 
And it came out in March 2022. It's not that old. It only came out at the start of the year. This song caught me off guard one day when I was on TikTok. I saw them doing this song live. They're a Welsh female punk band. But this song feels a bit more like indie punk to me, if that makes sense. It's another really simple track that has like a really steady kind of like bass and drum beat. But it's got really like witty on yeah it's just okay it's a bit stupid but i think it's trying to be very self-aware and it just really made me laugh and the comment section or i think i saw someone stitch it and it was this man just being a little bit fragile just being like oh i hate bands like this they're not even saying anything that smart fuck off but this song is basically about modern dating and certain things that give us the ick nice so putting the milk in first when making oh. a cuppa. One of the things is being shushed in the cinema. I assume... I disagree with that. That's not an ick. That is don't sh- don't talk while the film's on. No, but I think I don't think it means like I'm shouting. But maybe she's gone to say something and he's just sh- her. Uh, I mean that would really be quite annoying. Yeah, uh, I do not ick. do not. I I really hate ick. Hate I hate the word ick. I hate the terminology, but I let it slide. So for me and Ash, it's a typical millennial thing. We started saying it as like a joke, and now we kind of say it quite a lot. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's an ick. But yeah, no, this song is really funny, and yeah, female punk band. Other than obviously this song being quite gimmicky, like their other stuff does sound really fucking good. So they will be a band that I keep my eye on. They certainly don't give me the ick. So ah, nice. See what you did there. (sighs) You know, well well played. I think I just gave myself the ick. I think a little bit. (laughs) Um. So my final one is the one I think you're going to be proud of me for. Oh, okay. I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure you've spoken about it in a previous episode. Probably the last one. My last and final single is... That's my record of the month. Oh, fuck you. Of course it was going to be. Fuck you so much. (laughs) I just love it so much. Record of the month. Okay. Did you really think I, that was not going to be my record of the month? Oh, I, I wasn't going to speak about it. I thought you'd already spoken about it. No, I. Oh, my sorry. last record of the month was a Paramore song, but it was an old song oh, because I'd okay. been listening to a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you no. go. Next, Jess can go first because she's stolen one of my singles by having this as her record of the month. I mean, you should know me better than this, should. Samantha. But I, I just convinced myself that you'd already spoken about it. That's the thing. And I didn't I spoke peck. about an old song. I know. All right. Go on. It's just... okay. We can. Oh, we can fangirl together. Proud of me though. I am very right. Should we just establish? Hang on. Right, so my record it. of the month is Paramore. This is why. Yeah. I am so proud of you. I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. sorry. That's but okay. of course it was gonna be my record of the month. I've put Paramore are back, baby. Is that oh. your review of this track? 
that's it no <laughs> i could literally speak about this track for oh, so no. long I keep literally seeing this tiktok that's like what's a topic that you can speak about for 40 minutes and you don't have to do any prep for oh nice this song <laughs> <laughs> just paramore if you went on uh, if you went on to mastermind they would be your spe- your specialist subject Mine would be baking or Harry Potter. So that doesn't speak well, does it? (laughs) (laughs) So as excited as I am, we still have to wait until February for a new album. Yes. I literally gutted. That got leaked as well. And I was like, it's not true. We don't know yet. And then it was true. Anyway, (laughs) so the podcast that I've referenced several times, everything is emo. Hayley was constantly praising UK music, which was really cool to hear because I know it sounds really stupid, but sometimes you kind of just forget. You just think the UK is really small and, you know, someone in the US isn't going to necessarily pick up on a band from over here. No. I know that's stupid, but... No, I know what you mean. I believe she actually said on that podcast that they've taken a lot of influence from UK bands. So I think they talked about Talking Heads quite a lot, Block Party and Foles. Them two, especially for this track. But this song is gritty. It's got like indie feels while also feeling quite new wave as well, which was very different. It's funky. Can we just talk about the opening line as well? If you have an opinion, yeah, maybe you should shove it. That's the kind of energy we need in that our is, lives. That is the energy we need. And I just really love, like, it starts out, it feels almost like an old soul track when it starts. Yeah. And I really loved that. Like, that got me, so I didn't even know I was listening to Paramore when it first started. And then I was like, oh, I know this voice. I recognise this voice. I recognise this voice. And then, yeah, it was just, I just really love it. Literally all I've written is, it's a cool track. It is a really cool track. It's, Almost, yeah, it kind of has like a bit of a 70s feel, doesn't it? I feel like it's 70s versus their general sound, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I've said is like, once again, Paramore have made something that sounds like Paramore, but once again, they've elevated it, which is just crazy. Like to me, I just feel like with every album, it still has a Paramore sound, but they just, yeah. They change it up and they just sound like almost for me. I don't know if other people agree with me, but it's almost like with every album, they just get better and better and better. And I'm just so happy to have them back. It's been like five years since we've had like, you know, a Paramore, a new Paramore song, an album. So, yes. And the video is also very cool. If you've not seen it, video. Go watch it. That's also got a very, like, 70s feel to it. It looks like it's been shot on, like, actual film, which is really cool. Yeah. And fun fact, it was directed by the lead singer of Turnstile, Brendan Yates. Oh, wow. Little fun fact. But, yeah, I'm just so happy. Oh. Honestly. (laughs) Look at your little face. Look at your happy little face. So I'm proper fangirling like I'm 13 years old again oh, that's really cute you're cute i'm sorry to steal your thunder no i'm proud cool. of you, you haven't you haven't stolen my thunder at all if anything i was trying to steal yours by having no. it not as a single <laughs> um it's my record of the month pretty basic i'm afraid i just can't stop listening to it and it's flipping amazing unholy by sam smith oh okay featuring kim petras yeah how cool is that fucking song it's very like again quite sassy yeah like sexy kind of like sexy sexy 
I was like, when it came on and it was like, the whole sound of it is so unlike Sam Smith. Yes. That I was just like, ooh, what's going on here? What's happening? What's happening? This I like this. And then I just keep listening to it. So, yeah, record of the month. Thank you very much, Sam Smith. No. Uh, that song is very cool. Again, I keep hearing it all over TikTok. And it is cool. It's such a cool track. I just love it. Nice. Love it. Notable mentions. So we finally, given that it's October and this will be coming out just before Halloween, we finally, as a family, watched Hocus Pocus 2 the other day. I've not seen it yet. Oh my God, it's so good. Oh, you're the only person that has said that. Just going to chuck that in there straight away. I was really worried it was going to be ruined. Ruined. There was obviously some bits they've done for gimmick only purposes. Mm. But it was fun. It was Halloween-y and it didn't ruin the first one. Okay. And I think has possibly led the way to some kind of mini-series. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. A new new era of witchcraft. Oh. A very... I I feel like that's the way it's going to go based on the ending. Okay. So obviously in the first one, they've got, I put a spell on you. Mm-hmm. And in this one, they do one way or another. See, I've heard it's it. Brilliant. I've heard that track. So yeah. It's so good. It's so good. I was literally loving my life watching that film, probably more than the kids. It's a bit of a throwback, isn't it, though? I just love it. Yeah, we make them watch Hocus Pocus every year because we love it so much. I've seen reviews and people are just a bit disappointed with it. You need to watch it. It's really good. I'd be interested to know what you think. I I think you might be on their side. To be honest, I was I was just I'm really happy. <laughs> I think the the thing is, I didn't go in there. No offense, Disney, but I didn't go in into it expecting a lot. I was just really excited to see what they were going to do with the story. Yeah, and they have made it quite funny. Like it's obviously funny. Yeah rather than subtle but it's a family movie it's though it's a family like, film and yeah. it's, it's really cute like it, it's yeah. got the you know the message that we have in all the disney films you know friends and family blah 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 lovely wonderful <laughs> but it's blah, just a blah, really blah. really nice film and yeah i shall definitely be adding it to my halloween films to watch nice i do need to watch it yeah just you know been busy watching yeah. other things and going to gigs yeah yeah show off so my first one i feel like is an obvious one because i've kind of spoken about it a couple of times but mm-hmm. she hulk has finally ended yes oh i gonna put it out there i feel like this might be my favorite series that they've released really and i know i that shocked me too that has shocked me i'm shooketh but it is very good. And this last, the last episode. Oh, maybe. Okay. Maybe I'll go back, rewind a little bit. Not that it necessarily is the best in terms of, I don't know. I just feel like this is the one that I've enjoyed the most. I was just going to say it was your most enjoyable one. There you go. And I yeah. think that surprised me yeah. because I, in general, am not a big Hulk fan. I don't dislike him. Mm. I just never really been a huge hulk fan that's okay so i was a little bit like okay we've all got our flaws (laughs) (laughs) this is one of my many i was yeah not worried but i didn't really have any expectations i guess which probably is the best way to go into anything yeah but as we've spoken about a couple of times like 
honestly, this show has just been so enjoyable. I love how on the nose it is. And this last episode, spoilers, so I'm sorry, you need to go watch it before you carry on listening to this episode. Or just whiz on a few seconds. So the last episode was so meta and straight like to the fans that literally have been complaining this whole series anyway. Mm. I just loved how they did that. That actually she was like, no, we're not going to do this stereotypical ending. Yeah. We're going to do it my way. And then basically got Daredevil back. I loved how she came into the Disney fucking like, loading that, screen literally we were like what's happening yeah no i literally said to ash i was like oh no because she like went to say something and then it and sometimes the old playstation that we have in our bedroom we it does do that sometimes it just <laughs> randomly crashes so i was like oh no because it was like just getting into it and then it carried i was like oh it got me there i'm so old <laughs> I love the way she then flicked to us Avengers Assemble and yeah. like you see it just it was brilliant it was really clever and Ian and I were just like this is brilliant it was it yeah. was fun wasn't it it was really good and I think again just how self-aware it's been literally from the first episode and again we know that so many people have been complaining about it, it is what it is but I feel like just yeah as I, I think we said last episode, like, what more do you want out of a Marvel show? This has been fun. It's just really refreshing to have, you know, a female-led show where it is just fun, isn't taking itself too seriously. And actually, the fact that, you know, she slept with Daredevil and she's just like, you know what? He's making a comeback because girl has her needs. <laughs> that makes me up. Oh, I know he had his own show, but obviously was this so was very different. So it was really nice to see him back. And actually their little chemistry, so cute. I love it. lawyers. Like, yeah. I love that little link. But yeah, this show was great. I cannot wait for more. I think, yeah, it was just so funny. So great. Soundtrack, amazing. I loved it. My next notable mention is the Princess Bride was 35 years old. Ew. Yeah. It upset me. Thirty-five years old. I saw a post about it, and someone properly bigging up said film, which obviously because it's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. And then I realised you can't stream it anywhere, so I bought it on Amazon Prime for like two ninety-nine. Now I've got it forever, and I watched it, and it's just such a good film. Like I know that I tried to make this lot. I, I made this lot watch it, and I was banging on about how good it is, and they just didn't it wasn't for them and it makes me really sad because it's such a lovely film <laughs> but again I feel like there's like a certain attachment to it so mm. I kind of understand maybe why I don't think Ash has seen it which kind of upsets me. yeah I know but again I don't I feel like if I made him watch it he wouldn't uh, he'd be like oh wish. my god where is the time going old. 35 1987 it came out almost as old as me I was three that gives away my age but there you go <laughs> <laughs> it was just that silence <laughs> yeah I just wanted to big it up because it is a cult classic that is shocking so my last one was just something really like kind of cool but kind of scary and I don't know how to feel about it 
So I saw like a TED Talks little snippet come up on TikTok. And basically, there is a singer called Holly Herndon. And she's got an AI deepfake, which is basically her twin. I say loosely because it's not a real person. Is called Holly Plus. And on Pitchfork, it's Holly Herndon's AI deepfake twin. Holly Plus transforms any song into a Holly Herndon song. Vocal deepfakes are here to stay. A balance needs to be found between protecting artists and encouraging people to experiment with a new and exciting technology. So it seems like this is something that she is really passionate about. And she's been like for years kind of developing and working with AI in her music. But basically, it's like a voice instrument. And you can basically, it's a website where you can upload any polyphonic audio and have it transformed into a download of music sung in her voice. Okay. So basically, it's almost like, you know, like sampling. Yeah. But you can basically like take her voice, even though she's not sat here singing into a mic like how we're talking yeah but it basically will sing in her voice okay so basically she said in step in front of a complicated issue we think we have found a way to allow people to perform through my voice reduce confusion by establishing official approval and invite everyone to benefit from the proceeds generating from its use but yeah i mean it's it's interesting so it seems like it's not totally open so you Say, for instance, I was making a song right now. I couldn't necessarily just use her voice without approval. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting concept. But also it's quite scary because if you think of, like, people like Beyonce, for instance, I know there's purists out there, aren't there? So you've got, like, the more rockier lot that don't like people that use auto-tune because they feel like it's too fake and, you know, they feel like music is for real bands and real instruments. So... I wonder how people, when this becomes, this obviously is wide knowledge, but, you know, when it comes a bit more mainstream, how people are going to feel about it. Because, yeah, it's like people like Beyonce wouldn't necessarily have to go and physically sing anymore. No. They could basically just, like, tell this AI what they want it to sing and it will sing it in their voice i don't it's very strange strange concept strange very strange that means anyone can be regardless of talent i wonder what's going to come of it how widely used it's going to be very strange scary but kind of cool technology man yeah deep fake but your voice crazy well my last one It's just, and I've bigged it up before, and I'll big it up again. Well, no, probably won't big it up again, to be fair, because it was the last, very last season finale and finale finale of the series C. Oh, yes. It's been out for a while, but Ian and I literally watched their final one the other day, and it did not disappoint. It was absolutely magnificent, if a little bit upsetting for me. Oh. But knew it was going to happen, knew what happened was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not in the way it did, but knew it was going to happen because it had to. But I just cannot talk about that program enough. Is if you like a bit of violence and you want to see Jason Momoa kicking ass with a machete, like the kills in it are awesome. Yeah. 
you don't mind a bit of blood. The kills are in it. Like he literally ripped a jaw off a man. Oh, brilliant! It was nice. amazing. Just <laughs> it was amazing. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. Um, but it's just such a good series. So like dystopian, mm-hmm. set in the future where everyone is blind, apart from a few people. Yeah, Jason Momoa is just a badass who protects his family and his land. Just love him. <laughs> it's just brilliant. I just want everyone to watch it and watch all of the Apple TV things because they're just brilliant. And that, that is know, my we end. Know. We know that you like an Apple show, just as I like an A24 movie. I've not seen a bad one. I've definitely seen a bad A24 movie. Oh. Yes. Sorry. That's that then. Yeah, done. The end. We've come to the end. So as is our new format, not only will there be a playlist of the songs we've talked about during the recording of this show, we also now provide you with a monthly playlist, which is to see you through the month of November. Yeah. I'm not being funny, but our last playlist was immense. I've listened to it a few times, very much enjoyed it. We picked good songs. It was organised <laughs> very well. Thank also. you ever so much. I was very pleased with the order in which I mixed our songs together. You're clever, you know? It's true. Clever, strong, sassy, sassy, funny, cool. just like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, runs, it runs in the family. It runs in the family. We are boss ass bitches. Say it. Say it out loud. Make it true. We are boss ass bitches. There you go. And on that Yay. note, you can find out all you want to find out about the podcast. The, our social media channels and uh, where the playlists are at pumpupthejampodcast.com yes everything you need to know is there just, it's all there everything and a tiny minuscule bio is about us just in case you're wondering which probably need updating it's <laughs> probably, okay probably but <laughs> right it's fine but yeah let us know what you thought of this month's singles albums did you listen to them what did you think do you disagree with us that's okay it's okay we like a debate it's cool i do i do love a debate oh you my love god a but also let us know what you have been listening to what you're looking forward to um and just you know if you have any questions just pop us a message we'll answer them you know we're friendly sassy but friendly <laughs> sassy but friendly that's our new strap line <laughs> Sassy but friendly. <laughs> Sassy but friendly boss ass bitches. Yes, um, yeah. So on that note, as always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Yes, we do. World peace. See you later. Bye. 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 bye.